Well, hi friends, this is Pastor Ken with an update on our missions partner, Hope for Kids International. Uh, it's a ministry that's been very close to my heart for years and I actually now serve on a board of directors. For those of you who are unfamiliar, Hope for Kids exists to help children and families break the cycle of extreme poverty by providing education, clean water and feeding programs and tangibly extending the transforming message of Christ's love and grace. It's actually the first missions organization that Northgate partnered with and we've been supporting for 30 years now. Many of you have sponsored kids with monthly support and you've participated in our annual Walk for Water. Some of you have sewn dresses for our Dresser Girl program and some have even traveled with us on short-term mission trips. Like everyone else, Hope for Kids has faced some significant challenges this year due to the worldwide COVID-19 pandemic. But God has continued to bless and use us as we've learned how to pivot, which seems to be the word of the year. And we're actually ending 2020 on a strong position to be able to continue and even expand our existing programs around the world. One challenge we faced because of COVID-19 was the cancellation of all of our Walk for Water events, which had actually funded 23 wells last year. But on May 30th, we were able to put together our very first Walking Alone Together. Uh, it was a virtual Walk for Water that actually funded six wells. And then an additional three wells were funded through another Orange County virtual Walk for Water in October. With additional sponsorships, a total of 61 wells have been funded this year, and 51 of them have already been drilled. Of course, all of our short-term mission trips after February were also canceled. I know this was personally disappointing to the 12 of us from Northgate who were scheduled to go to Uganda back in July, but it also had an impact on the ministry overall. See, typically mission trip participants become child sponsors and some return home inspired to raise funds to help drill wells after they've seen the impact that a safe, clean water well has on an entire village. And by the way, a series of virtual mission trips are available on the Hope for Kids International website if you'd like to get a sample of a typical trip. Maybe you'll join us, hopefully next year. One of the biggest areas of impacted by COVID was the child sponsorship. Since April, we've lost 99 sponsors. Not all were due to COVID, but many were because of job loss or job furloughs. And when we lose a sponsor, Hope for Kids doesn't drop a child from the program. We continue to support that child until a replacement sponsor can be found. So I especially want to thank those of you who sponsor children through Hope for Kids and encourage you to consider sponsorship if you haven't done it yet. Child sponsorship provides school uniforms and educational materials, as well as food, mosquito nets, and basic health care. And of course, just as schools have closed here, they've also closed in other countries as well. So Hope for Kids has done its best to help kids keep up with their studies. In Uganda and Kenya, for example, we did this by providing solar-powered radios for audio instruction and scholastic materials that had been approved by the government. In the Philippines, we were able to provide MiFi and tablets for the kids to participate in online classes that are offered. We've also helped provide teachers and tutors for some of the students where that was possible. Early on in this COVID epidemic, Hope for Kids established a crisis relief fund, which raised over $200,000 for disaster relief. And that enabled us to provide food and needed materials for our ministry partners in every country that we serve. 2020 has certainly been a challenging year for Hope for Kids. But God has shown himself once again to be greater than any challenge we face. And he's actually used them to stretch us and grow the ministry. One of the things we're really excited about is the expansion of the Hope for Kids campus and community center in Tororo, Uganda. The new headquarters building has been completed 
and our new vocational school is now being expanded and plans are being made to add the much needed medical clinic to the campus in 2021. So as we head into this new year, please pray for the continued sponsors and donors during this difficult time so that we can continue to provide aid now when it's needed most. And please pray for our international team members in Uganda and ministry partners around the world. While COVID-19 has impacted us here in the States, it is nothing compared to how it impacts those in marginalized countries. Our international team members have actually told us they're not so much afraid of dying from COVID as they are by starving from the impact that it's had on jobs and communities around them. So if you wanna find out more about Hope for Kids, our programs, or to sponsor a child, check out our website. It's www.hopeforkidsinternational.org. And there's also a link on the Friends and Partners uh, page on Northgate's website, thisis.church. On behalf of Tom Agam and the Ministry of Hope for Kids, I want to thank you, Northgate family, for your prayers and for your continued support. Thank you so very, very much. San Francisco Adult Teen Challenge is a mission that helps men, and uh, the mission statement is best explained by our uh, in-house director, Stephen Asmus, who's right here with us. Thank you, Pastor Kenny. Yeah, San Francisco Adult and Teen Challenge. Um, it's a ministry uh, that holistically empowers men, uh, women, and children. Ours is a men's campus to find a holistic freedom from life-controlling issues. We've always gone out and done outings to churches, choir outings, sharing our testimony. The men can share what God's been doing in their life through Teen Challenge. And so we haven't been able to do that since March. And that has affected us, but thank God we've been able to do our work calls, which is when we take the men out and do work. That has also been impacted because a lot of construction crews and different people that would normally hire us, they have been shut down because of COVID. So we've, uh, again, been able to do some jobs that, that we typically haven't done in the past with construction. The, tr the transformation that Christ does is not dependent on whether there is a pandemic or not. It depends on the Holy Spirit. He's been present. So the work of Christ through Teen Challenge is continuing, and we're happy to uh, be able to say that and be a part of it. The biggest things that uh, our Northgate family could be praying for, for us as a community, um, is I think resource and relationship and the continual just move of uh, God within the ministry. Um, ultimately, Teen Challenge is created to bring people and draw them to the Creator. And so what we want over anything is for uh, the, the individuals in our program to, um, yeah, understand their identity. That and then also, yeah, resource. It does take uh, money to move ministry. It still costs um, roughly $2,000 per student to house them and uh, help equip and train them uh, to be uh, to transition from uh, consumers um, and then reintegrate them back uh, into society as contributors. What I would ask anybody is what Jesus said, and this is going to the King James, maybe the authorized King James, but he said, the kingdom of God is violently advancing and those who will take it, take it violently. And I think Teen Challenge is one of those kind of ministries. It's, it's right on the front lines and we're violently taking and rescuing men from a, a life where they've dest destroyed themselves basically by their choices and uh, just basically violently pulling them out of that lifestyle and redirecting them and helping them as Stephen already said. 
And so your prayer to protect the workers, protect the staff, protect the, you know, uh, the, the, the Lord's protection over because uh, the enemy comes in and he really tries to you know, mess with us. And so your prayer for us and then also for the men, for the life-changing power of Christ to just revolutionize them. For the future, in San Francisco Adult Teen Challenge, the basic ministry never changes. We're about rescuing men, changing lives. Um, we're sitting in a room that used to be an office, and we would like to remodel this room and make it a part of helping to raise funds by either renting it out as an apartment or a Airbnb. We also are going to put a greenhouse up on the roof and uh, grow microgreens that we can sell to restaurants. That's a vision that we'd like to um, continue to look into as far as raising funds. We're excited to see that as guys complete, right, uh, families, um, they get restored. We get men that complete and they get plugged into churches such as Northgate and other local churches and we see them be um, active members in, in the local body. San Francisco Adult Teen Challenge has been going in operation in San Francisco since 1964 and uh, each group of people, each generation has taken their turn to keep the ministry going. We just want to say thank you to everybody who's prayed, everybody who's given, and everybody who continues to participate. And so just a huge thank you for all the good things that you participated in to help San Francisco Adult Team Challenge keep the doors open. Hey Northgate, my name is Christian Huang and I'm the Executive Director of City Team San Francisco, which is a ministry that you support monthly. I want to thank you so much for your faithfulness and your giving and supporting our ministry. Uh, since COVID, we've had to adapt a few things, but overall I would say that it's been a very positive thing um, in our ministry to be able to respond to some of the needs in the city. Obviously, we can't gather people within our building, and so what we've had to do is just pivot and, and launch uh, our ministry called City Team in the Neighborhood. And we do mobile pop-up uh, pantries. Uh, we do hot meal distributions through our food truck. We do pop-up clothing closets. And what it's really forced us to do is get out of our building, find different needs throughout the city, go to different neighborhoods, and, and show up, be a, a faithful presence, and then meet people's tangible needs. One of the biggest things that you could be praying for us uh, is, uh, first of all, protection. Uh, for our staff um, and our volunteers and our interns because we don't really have a second line of defense for our staff. Uh, there's very few of us and so I don't want anyone to get sick and then delay um, the incredible ministry that's going on. So just pray uh, protection over us. And then also uh, for provision. Um, we, ha we have uh, a couple of big projects that we're going to be tackling in the next year and we just need God's uh, provision for the ministry. So one of the things we're most excited about for 2021, uh, obviously, first thing is we're just gonna be scaling what we've been doing with City Team in the neighborhood. Um, and so we are very excited about taking this outreach to different neighborhoods, bringing, onboarding some new neighborhoods and showing up for more people. So scaling the ministry. But secondly, we're actually gonna be doing a building relocation. So you could be praying for that, and, uh, but it is something we're very excited about. Um, exploring this new space and building it out and, uh, and just increasing the ministry. I want to thank you personally for your generosity um, through your giving and through your open heart 
many people are blessed. Thank you. Hi, Northgate. We are wishing you a happy Thanksgiving from where we live and work in West Asia. And to start with, we just wanted to say thank you so much for how you partner with us in our ministry here. We could not do what we do here without your support. We've been so grateful for you as a church, as the church um, partners with us financially and through prayer and also so many individuals in the church that also give and connect with us and want to hear how we're doing. We're just really grateful for you guys and we are so thankful to continue to work with you to minister to people in this corner of the world. At the end of November of last year, we moved, uh, we moved to the uh, main city, which is at the heart of uh, Cha community, uh, the language community we have started to work with. In January, I started uh, to work with a local university uh, in Cha community who are really uh, promoting uh, and encouraging uh, Cha language development. There are 74 languages in the country where we work. That's a lot of languages to suddenly be able to disseminate information about a health crisis. Despite the prolonged uh, lockdown, we were uh, still able to make some really good relationships in the Cha community. Uh, we have started um, to work in a village where there is already uh, one Cha uh, library, which is a small library. And we really hope that this will be the very good place to start adult literacy uh, classes there. Yeah, we are very excited uh, about the direction uh, we are going because uh, it has already been uh, opening so many uh, doors and we want to do other um, small events too in the community which will be uh, helpful for their physical um, nourishment and also for spiritual, spiritual nourishment too. Our relationships and investment in the Cha community are really new. Please pray with us that they will grow. We are excited about this new adult literacy program and we are hoping that we can start the first round of classes early in the new year. But we're hoping to start those classes in conjunction with a local initiative, community run, that would help to fund the adult literacy program. That would allow it to be long-term sustainable instead of having to renew international grants every couple of years. Um, but it also is not an easy thing to figure out how to make work. So please pray with us that somehow in some way that will actually work so that this program can be sustainable within the community, locally driven and run, and uh, will, be, will really flourish and be prosperous for the long term. Also, we would love prayers for more open doors in the child community. We want to build more relationships and um, just become more a part of the heart of the child community. We want to create a space where people can feel safe, sharing their deepest needs, and then helping them to figure out how to meet their needs on the very deepest heart level. And that's really our desire, and that's how we want to be serving the child community. And we appreciate your prayers with us that we'll be able to accomplish that. Hi. Hi. I am Amani, and this is Jerian, and this is Anston. We are your missionaries to Tanzania. We are living. We live in uh, Dar es Salaam city. is the largest city in East Africa. We have been there ministering for nine years. Unfortunately, um, there in Tanzania, due to the poor healthcare and political corruption, the hospitals in our area became overwhelmed, as has happened in so many other places around the world. And as a result of that. 
um, both Kenya and South Africa, which is where uh, most people from Tanzania would normally medically evacuate to, closed their borders. As well, uh, the American embassy shut down. And so Amani and I prayerfully decided after a time that uh, we'd request a visitor's visa extension for him. And so we're here, we're here. <laughs> I'm so excited because uh, even if I'm here, but I'm still discipling some members from my Discovery Bible study groups. And I praise God because he gave me an opportunity to teach another new man and those men um, I'm just happy for them because they moved from being only hearers of the word and now they are doers of the word and their lives um, reflect Jesus life closely now and, and um, they have even started sharing the word of God in their community in Tanzania there's about 30 unreached people groups remaining and we're currently partnered with a mission school that has graduates graduating every year. And so if you could just pray that the students at that mission school will be moved by the Holy Spirit. Also um, pray that God would uh, protect and strengthen and financial provide for those people who are currently ministering to the um, amongst unreached Tanzanians. We're thankful too for the partnership that we've had with Northgate San Francisco campus over the sorry San Francisco campus over the years. Um, it's been a it's a, been a long-standing relationship and our ministry has been partially made possible because of the gifts that you guys have given us, the prayers, um, just the time that you've spent investing in our lives out there and we are so appreciative of that and we've learned from personal experience in the mission field that God is with us. And I just want you to know that God is with you. And we're so grateful for the way God's worked in our life, lives both in the past and in the present through this period. And we're grateful for you guys. Thank you so much for all that you've done to partner with us. We love you. We love you. Bye. Hey Northgate, it's Matt Robertson here from AIM, Agape International Missions. You may remember that as an organization, we are focused on fighting and eliminating the evil of human trafficking, primarily based in Cambodia. This year, we have seen an impact from COVID. We did see obviously uh, financial impact in having to cancel events, but God has continued to provide. We've had individuals step up and provide for the ministry and help fill the gap of what would have been missing from those events. And so we've been able to carry on our ministry in Cambodia. We haven't had to let a single staff person go. As COVID hit and the country closed down its borders, tourism came to a screeching halt. And so families without jobs that would have relied on the tourism industry, families without jobs were without money. Without money, they couldn't buy food. And so we were able to intervene. We were able to provide over 100,000 tons of food to over 5,000 people working through our partnerships in the government, working with local farmers to buy rice and eggs and other types of, um, other types of basic supplies that, that families needed. Even though 
COVID slowed down tourism in Cambodia, it didn't slow down trafficking. Trafficking is at an all-time high in Cambodia. And so, traffickers knowing that, were going to families and offering to buy children in place of providing food. We were able to intervene. Our staff on the ground, seeing what was going on, said, no, we will help you. We will help provide food for your families. Don't sell your, your children. And so we were able to help intervene and prevent children from being trafficked. Your support, Northgate, helps provide that kind of ministry, helps prevent children from being trafficked. But like I said, trafficking is still happening. Girls are still being sold into trafficking. So our SWAT team has been busier than ever investigating and rescuing girls out of trafficking. We're in the process right now of opening a new transitional home for older girls. And so we'll be able to move some girls out of our current restoration home into this transitional home where they can begin to reintegrate into society. They can have jobs and begin to start that move into a normal, productive life. And so we're partnering with you guys. Uh, Larry wanted me to give a shout out that you can text right now Northgate to 44321 to help rescue girls out of sex trafficking. Every thousand dollars rescues a girl. So we're so excited about our partnership with you guys, about what you guys are going to do in helping us rescue more girls. And together we're going to see more lives transform. So even though COVID has accelerated trafficking, the church is still on the move, AIM is still on the move, we're still out there rescuing and seeing lives transformed through the gospel. And you can continue to pray for our ministry, pray for our teams that are on the front lines of this fight against trafficking in Cambodia, and also pray as we get ready to expand into the country of Belize in January. Our team is gonna be going in, continuing conversations that have been going on. We're gonna be opening a new restoration home very soon in Belize for girls that either can get out or have gotten out of trafficking but just need a safe place. So appreciate your prayers for our ongoing work in Cambodia and our new work that's gonna be opening up in Belize. Thank you guys.